Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Disaster Dark. I almost balls up the intro. I'm not sure how I've done that. You didn't know us. I know, I know. I should have drawn attention to it. Anyway, joining us tonight, we have Mr. D. Good evening. P-Dubs. Bonjour. And Miss Boston White. Hi. Now, what people didn't see there, because this is a podcast, is that I was pointing in the directions that I thought people would be sitting if they were around the table with me. Um, I've got no idea okay, why I did that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm you get the Kingsman glasses. <laughs> yeah. Has yeah. anybody seen those movies? Yeah, I've seen both, unfortunately. I wish I just... Unfortunately? <laughs> yeah, the sequel's not great. Oh, no. I'm not the first one. Oh, you've seen it as well? Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was um, a curious misfire. I think is how yeah. I described it. Like it, it was looks so good, though. Exactly. Like it was, it was interesting, and there's some good bits in it. But yeah. compared to the first film, just not not a patch on it, is it? No. Really. Oh, I only watched the first one because I kept seeing the trailer for the second one, and I was like, "Oh my god, have you people heard of this film?" And my friends were like, Amanda, there's an original one that came out years ago. I was like, oh, okay then. (laughs) All I will say, Amanda, and this might sway your decision a little bit, is that Channing Tatum's probably in the film for about four minutes. In total. He's not in it very very long at all. Wait, who isn't? I I lost you for a second. Channing Channing Tatum. Oh, um, I'm not really feeling him. Okay, well, which is probably good because, you know, with everything going on at the moment, the last thing you want to do is be filling up uh, movie stars. Anyway, yeah. um, enough about that. I don't want to turn this into a James Corden love fest. So, um, let's start off the show to do each and every week. P-Dubs, what are you drinking? Uh, well, I was taking Nurofen, so I've got some water. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That, yeah. that makes sense. Um, I thought or... you were going to go hardcore there. Paul. I'm having Nurofen and wine. <laughs> <laughs> Get a bit of a Crushing rush. the Nurofen. Um, American yeah. listeners, uh, that is Advil, effectively. Nurofen yeah. is 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 a, a type of Advil uh, brand event. Other painkillers are available. They are just not quite as powerful. Um, Mr. D, what are you drinking? I'm on the Copperberg again. The mixed fruit flavour. Cheers. Very good. Amanda, what are you on? I'm drinking a giant bottle today of full fat regular Budweiser. Oh, very good. I mm. am uh, about to crack open. Oh, it just hit my microphone with that as well. I think it's just the lid. I've just opened up 
a bottle of original Desperado. I was drinking um, Desperado Red the other night. I've got What's no. What's the difference? I don't know because it because they wouldn't give me the bottle. They were pouring. It was like a, a function, and they're just pouring it into a glass. So it was okay. It wasn't quite as nice as regular Desperado, but I've got no idea what it was supposed to be. So, yeah, but it was just it was called Desperado Red. Anyway, um, from since we last spoke, there's been quite a bit of uh, news and other bits and pieces that have gone on, which is great for us, obviously. So, um, just because I know there's a few things that we talked about previously, P Dubs, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, uh, should I start with the uh, the news segment, or should I go with an, into the news straight off? News first. News first. News first. Yeah. So, uh, at the weekend, uh, an event that I'm normally at, uh, but wasn't this time typically, um, MCM London, uh, Disneyland Paris were actually there alongside Marvel to announce the uh, Summer of Heroes will be making its way to Paris next summer. Now, uh, like, was this known before the event that, that Disneyland Paris were going to be represented there, or was this... No, it had been announced that Marvel were there, mm. um, but with no real knowledge of what they were doing there. Um, we just thought last year DC were there, the, the same, when, the one that I went to last year. Mm. Um, and basically it was just kind of like they'd got a display of some costumes and a little bit about their next video game, and that's what we assumed it was going to be. Right. It would have been something, maybe some of the costumes from Thor and possibly some stuff about the new Spider-Man game on the PS4 next year. No mm. no prior knowledge of, of Disneyland Paris being there at all. Wow, okay. Mm. So, so go I've got the the, uh, the press release that they, they released. So it was today at Comic-Con in London, Vice President, Franchise Creative and Marketing for Marvel Studios, David Bushmore and Creative Director of Disneyland Paris, Mark Huffman announced that the Marvel superheroes are coming to Disneyland Paris in summer 2018 from June the 10th to September the 30th. Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Spider-Man, Star-Lord and Black Widow will appear for the first time exclusively at Disneyland Paris in summer 2018 in a special Marvel Summer of Superheroes season. The Marvel superheroes will feature in the Walt Disney Studios Park for exciting meet and greets and breathtaking epic shows. Hmm. That sounds cool. Well, I think even cooler than that was the video they released. Yes, which came Day Sunday. After? Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it, it was it was either Saturday or Sunday because they announced it the the uh, the event opened on Friday and the the announcement came pretty sharpish after they opened. Mm. Uh, well, they just kind of went into a bit more detail, didn't they? Um, yeah. As some things, did they uh, did they add a couple of extra superheroes as well? They hadn't mentioned in the press release. Well, yes, make that I up. believe so. I think. Let's see who. The, I need to read it again. Um. No, that seems like that was everybody. Okay. okay. I, uh, thought... I thought Thor might have been missing, but no, he's on on that list. So, oh, yeah, you know I think... what? I don't think in that. I think in that press release because did you mention Black Widow as well? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure in the original press release it was Iron Man, Star Lord, and Captain America. I think that was yeah. it. So, they, like, they might have extended that a little bit, but um, yeah. yeah, I know that in the video they kind of went into a little bit more. De- I mean, they've gone into a bit more detail, but they've still not actually really told us what we're going to get. 
So um, it's a little... there was again there was talk of the the show that's going into Cinemagic, but not really any detail in it. Yeah. Um, and that was it. Other than meet and greets, I would imagine we'll probably get what they had in California with Black Widow uh, on the Shield Jeep. Mm-hmm. armored trucks then going through the park which would I imagine replace Captain Phasma um, makes sense with, with her patrol because that, that patrol goes all the way down that side of where we believe Marvel will ex- be expanding and although I didn't mention it I mean I'd assume they keep the Spider-Man meet and greet as it is yeah that's in the, the prime position for that anyway I wonder if they'll change the costume out that's the thing because they've had the, the same posters have been up there ever since the first Amazing Spider-Man came out. Yeah, because I think the post. Well, I don't. Know, I, I thought the posters up there now were, were Amazing Spider-Man two. Do they have Electro? Yeah, they might be. But, yes, but either way, um, they've not updated it since the last Disney and Mar- you know, Marvel Sony film that came out, which is Homecoming. And which... to be fair, they haven't in Disneyland either. Oh, that's interesting. He's still wearing more of a comic book version of the the costume. Right. Okay. Okay. But um, yeah, so be interesting if they do something with that because you'd expect it would make sense if they did. Um, yeah. I think the problem with Spider Man is they do tend to tinker with that suit quite a lot. Yeah. Don't they? Um, and I mean, even in Homecoming, they they do that. So. And another new costume in Infinity War as well. Yeah, exactly. So I suppose how, you know, it's hard to keep up to date. Cause yeah. Obviously, the quality of suits they use for those meet and greets is not going to be some rubies job. Not that there's anything no. wrong with rubies. Um, but, you know, those costumes will, will cost a fair penny. So, yeah. um, And it's the, it's the same with all the other characters as well. Yeah. Iron Man's obviously got new armour for the next film. Thor, we've now seen in a new costume. Uh, so, Black Widow's now got blonde hair in Infinity War. Has she? So, yeah. Oh. So they're all they're all completely different. By the by the time it gets to next summer and Infinity War's out, all the costumes that the characters have been wearing will be obsolete, basically. I am a I'm not a, a blonde Scojo fan at all. And it's really vivid blonde as well. Oh, it's really? it's white blonde. Yeah. Is that is that based on the comic books then? Uh, yeah, it's kind of, obviously, after the end of Civil War, she's kind of on the run. Right. With the rest of them, so they're all kind of looking different. But Captain America's going to look very different. Yes, he's now played by <laughs> Terrence Howard, isn't he? Or... <laughs> yeah, they gave up on Don Cheadle again. Yeah. So they brought, they brought him back to play to Chris Evans. Yeah. He's back doing the remake of TFI Friday. Um... Yeah, I know there's going to be a lot of changes with... Uh, it, it, it's funny, you know, like, Iron Man, there's been, what, are they up to, like, Mark 44 now or something? Or yeah, there's Mark 40-something, yeah. Yeah, and yet, to be honest, to me, if it's red, red and gold, it's Iron Man. Yeah. The change of those costumes... I mean, I know there's been some some of those costumes in, in the Iron Man films where they, there has been quite a difference in colour... Um, yeah. Even if you're only seeing very briefly, like there were some that were almost like Ultron colours. Um, yeah. But generally, if it's red and gold, it's Iron Man. I'm not paying that much attention to yeah. what 
the different panels are and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, some some of the costume changes can be a lot more noticeable than others. But uh, yeah, yeah be that's the thing. It, it does seem like they are bringing in bits of Marvel stuff that they've had in other places. Star Lord um, worries me. Yeah, because it's rubbish. Uh, well, I think the, the the Disneyland version's pretty good. Yeah, but the the Disney World version is awful. And Amanda, yeah. you just you've actually just come back from there, haven't you? And you did that meet and greet. The Star Lord one. Yeah. How bad Baby was it? Baby Groot was like adorable. Star Lord, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Even. Uh... I was listening to last week's WDW Today with Logan and he took his son to meet him mm. and his son I think is five and apparently within minutes he'd already turned around to Logan and said that's not Star-Lord oh, no. <laughs> that's how I felt I wanted to say that to Ash but I didn't yeah see my missus loves uh, loves Guardians of the Galaxy has got no interest in doing a Star-Lord meet and greet at all unless it's with Chris Pratt and she's not even a massive fan of Chris Pratt but Oh, I love Chris. I Pratt. don't think. Well, she loves him in those films, but I mean, I think in in general. Um, but yeah, with that, I think I think it's such an iconic role that you've got to get a really good actor to kind of do it. And I don't think they've they've really found it. So the Disneyland version is far superior, but it's still a little bit off. I wonder yeah. if they when they do it in Paris, if they'll do a Mars Star Lord. I it's easier to pull so. off. It's much easier yeah. to pull off that. So I wonder if that's what they might do because I do think the the ones so far have been a bit of a dud. Um, yeah. And that's and that's the beauty of of those masked characters because even with a Captain America, you can get away with that. Just about. Yeah. Just about. Um, you know, Black Widow again is going to be a harder one um, to pull off. And I've not seen. The Black Widows that they've done in Disneyland, so I don't know. I saw it's the f- been the same one. She's oh, played it for about two, three years, ever since they first started doing the okay. Avengers Half Marathon. It's the same girl she's been playing her for, for a few years now. Because I saw the Thor one, when I did the Thor yeah. meet and greet, and I actually thought he was quite good. Yeah. To be honest. but uh... They also have had a Hawkeye in California as well, which I've not seen. So he only kind of he only kind of does this like a a little stunt show that they do with the kids, like the Jedi right. Training Academy, and he's only really been in that, and I've not seen much of that at all. Right, okay. Does anyone care? Not Hawkeye's, really. And especially now Avenger. he's not. Again, spoiler: he's not uh, Hawkeye in Infinity War. Yeah, I read that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So what's he? What's he called now? Ronan. Yeah. Who I I didn't realise there was a connection between the two. Yeah. Because I thought Ronan was like a samurai dude. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's out of left field for me. But apparently yeah. in the comics there's a connection. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah. So I think. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously it depends on on you know how you feel with Marvel and you know and where you, that sits in your wheelhouse, but. Um, I think it's I think it's a good thing. Um, it'll be interesting to see how well they do it and what they do. But you know, obviously, we've said before, Disneyland Paris doesn't have the restrictions on Marvel that Disney World does. So, therefore, what I think will be interesting is what they actually do. And as you say, the Cinemagic is out. Um, it's been out for about 
I don't know, seven, eight yeah, months now? Yeah, it's a good half a year. Yeah, so, and they've still not announced what was going on with that, so maybe it's nothing's going on with it. And what I mean by that is nothing permanent. Yeah. And maybe what they'll do is they'll have that space for these events. So, you know, obviously Seasons of the Force is back for Star Wars in January. Um, you've got the Marvel thing in, in June next year. So maybe they'll use that space for whatever they're, they're running at the time. So yeah, Star and that's, Wars, they might that's do a the way it's been something. with... Yeah, most of their, their shows have become seasonal. Mm. Even... Um, Making the magician is only seasonal. That's Correct. not on twelve yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. Which I think I, I do. I understand why I do it, but I think it's a shame as well because um, a lot of people won't. You know, if they're going to Disneyland Paris for the first time, won't know this kind of stuff. So they'll just book a holiday, expecting to see all these things that they might have read about or heard about from other people. So to then miss out on on, on quite big things as well. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's quite a shame. Um, but Marvel isn't the only new season that they've announced. Not at the same time, obviously, because um, I don't think this really came into the uh, MCM London Comic Con uh, lexicon. No. Um, but they have announced it only, only last two months as well, which is quite a short run, I think. The Princess and Pirates Festival. Yeah. Um, She's replaced Spring into Spring. Which is only, what, two years old? Yeah. It's not old, is it? Um, so, yeah, so this has appeared... Well, both this and the Marvel uh, event both appeared in the new 2018-2019 Disneyland brochure. Um, so there's not, there's not really been much said about it at the moment. Again, taken from the brochure... Um, are you a princess or are you a pirate? You see what they've done there? Rather than write A-R-E, they've written A and a few R's like you would say if you was a pirate. Uh, clever. Uh, that's so clever. So clever. Um, choose a princess and you'll be swept off on an enchanted royal fairy tale the likes of Cinderella, Moana and Belle. Choose pirate, and you'll set sail on a swashbuckling adventure with a crew of Disney characters, including Captain Hook, Peter Pan, and Smee, with a chance to meet your heroes, dress up and immerse yourself in a brand new street sensation. So, first of all, if you choose to be a princess or choose that route, you've got Cinderella, Moana, and Belle. Choose the pirates one; you've got Peter Pan. <laughs> you've got the cast of Peter Pan. That is that is it. Why haven't you got Johnny Depp? Exactly. That, you know, you would have thought they would have said, like, you know, Captain Hook, Peter Pan, and Captain Jack Sparrow, but no. Hook, no. Smee, and Peter Pan is what they've said. And the picture they used isn't even mentioned in the bump either. No. Pictures of Jake. Ah. <laughs> not, not even the ones that they've mentioned. Yeah. It just seems really, really odd. So, I, I mean, and that's it. They've, they've not really said anything else. So, obviously... Um, there's going to be some street entertainment as well. Um, I imagine that means a parade um, and meets. Now, where they're going to do those, I don't know, but it it seemed to suggest it was Disneyland Paris rather than studios. Yeah. Exclusively. So, for me, that means they're going to set up some temporary meet and greets. Yeah. 
I'd have thought. And, you know, Moana and Bell, I've mentioned there, which are probably the two busiest princesses right now. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. even more so after than Nana and Elsa at this point. So, and they've, been, they've both been in the Art of Animation building. Correct. Within the last 12 months. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, so they're going to get busy, is what I'm saying. They're still going to be really popular. Because Coco's not got any princesses, as far as I know. No. So, um, (laughs) what's that? I'm quite sure it hasn't. No. Uh, Unless it's a skeleton princess. Well, you know, the cult's bride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't don't think it does. So, therefore, Moana's still going to be the main princess at the moment, as well. So, um, I can see that getting really, really busy, but it it just seems a bit random. Princess and Pirates makes sense, but what they've said doesn't really allude to much. Disneyland Paris and random, where have I heard that from? Well, yes. Yes, I suppose suppose there is that. So, um, that's running from the 31st of March to the 31st of May. Now, the other thing to note with those dates, so... um, you did mention, was it the 10th of June? Yes. For superhero, uh, what's it called? Yep. Marvel. Super, uh, Summer of Superheroes. Summer of Superheroes. Marvel Summer of Superheroes. Yeah. So, that starts on the 10th of June. Um, Princess and Pirates ends on the 31st of May, just in time for fan days. Yeah. So, you've got that ending, then a couple of days after, you've got the fan days event, and then you've got the Marvel uh Thing. Now, the other thing you pointed out, Paul, is that the Marvel thing goes on till the end of September? Yep, 30th of September. So it will be on um, during the Marathon re- Weekend. Yep. On Disney Weekend. So, and I wonder what that means for the Food and Wine Festival. Mm. Is that going to survive or not? Because it's not been mentioned. Well, that was in Paris, wasn't it? Yeah. And I don't think... It would be odd to put any superhero stuff there. I reckon that's safe. I reckon they yeah, could bring that back without, yeah, without any disruption. So, but yes, you're right. They haven't. There's nothing been mentioned about that either. But uh, yeah, it seems to be fairly successful. Wait, Disneyland yeah. Paris does a food and wine festival. Oh, you was away for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go on, boy. What? Go on. Uh, it was there for two, two, three weeks. And it was about five stalls, that was it. And it was all French food. Just all different, right. region, different regions of France. That sounds pretty cool, though. It looks, yeah, it looks quite good. too bad. Yeah. The, the, um, the reviews that we got back from it um, were that the portions were quite small. Oh, um, really? But, but then Food and Wine Festival, the portions are quite small, because it's almost a bit like tapas, isn't it? In a way. Yeah. You don't get a yeah. full meal. Mm, yeah. you kind of get nibbles so I think people were more interested in the wine part of it <laughs> to be honest we I think they are in Florida too <laughs> certainly seems to have been going down that route yeah the Tis After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHN unofficial.com 
the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. How can you be prepared for your next Disney vacation? By booking with me. You don't want to be that guy that's stuck in the crowds, waiting in the four-hour Pandora lines, and being turned away at restaurants. Contact me at WPMagicJourneys.com. Tell me you heard this ad at This After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so hakuna matata, because you will. (laughs) Um, Right, so that's the two new festivals that Disneyland Paris uh, discussed. Uh, Mr. D, was there anything you wanted to bring to the table? Um, there wasn't a huge amount of news, but um, I don't know if anybody saw the Daily Mail online nope. to, today. Nope. Never. You said Daily Mail it, and online, nope. Yeah, it just, I don't it, believe it. It just made me laugh. <laughs> because there's, uh, there's an article there, and it's Etiquette expert William Hansen reveals how it's possible to tour Disney World and Universal in VIP style. And then this prick goes on to talk about, um, you know, I have a confession. I love Disney World. I'm not ashamed. And he goes on to talk about, he compares it to, uh, it's not even Wolverhampton. In fact, Wolverhampton could be nicer. He's just a complete knob. And... uh, (laughs) He's discovered that you can you can VIP tour the Magic Kingdom, and it means you don't have to basically you don't have to mix with anybody. Yeah. So you don't have to hang up with the plebs. But this so is I just well, he's such a good guy. Yeah, it just kind of tickled me. It's um, been it's just been over a year, by the way, since we started that war of words with um, that Conan fella, not Conan O'Brien. We oh, like Conan the Australian. Conan the Australian, um, who never come back to us. Um, yeah. So it must be silly season for knobs to write shitty journalistic <laughs> articles about Disney parks. Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Is that what happened when I first came on the show two years ago? Uh, I don't think you'd written a news article. I think you wrote a blog post. It's all right. It's, yeah. that, that's acceptable. Um, a blog post that no one reads. It's fine. So this is a podcast that you know only a couple of thousand listen to, so don't, don't stress too much. Um, but yeah, it must be silly season. I mean, so so Paul, did he say that he said he loved Disney unashamedly? But yeah. did, he, did he mention like how often he's gone there? Or no, no. But he, yeah, it, it sounded pretty superficial. I don't think he'd been there that often. Just, I mean, just but, by some of the misquotes. But the the VIP tours aren't new. No, are they? No, they've been around for a long time. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's just a it's just a piece of journalism, I think, really. But it just tickled me that you know, a how how do you become an etiquette expert? That's a laugh, <laughs> right? 
that's a made up job right away. <laughs> it's and fake then, news. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like fake news. <laughs> and then uh, it's just the kind of whole tone of the, the whole thing, really. Anybody. We, we are living in, in the times when you mm-hmm. can become rich off, off YouTube. Yeah. So I, I don't know, mate. Whilst I would agree with you, maybe it's uh-huh. because we're not down with the kids. Uh, yeah. You know, we're not on fleek. We're not all that fam. That yeah. um, you know, maybe we don't understand. Maybe, maybe we've got we it don't. wrong. Maybe an etiquette expert is a you know perfectly reasonable job yeah. nowadays. I well, I mean, it, it makes me want to go to Wolverhampton. That's for sure. If it's better than uh, if it's better than Orlando, <laughs> it really so isn't. Anybody from Wolverhampton, I'm sorry, but it's a shit up. Oh, so you mean I shouldn't have booked two weeks in Wolverhampton for next summer? Oh, I, would like to, I would like to extend that invitation uh, to London Spa, get my money back. which uh, also uh, is a bit of a dive. Sorry, Spiles, but... I've booked two weeks in a, in a Premier Lodge in Wolverhampton. Oh, well, you, can't, you can't go wrong with a Premier Lodge, so it's fine. <laughs> is got, it in the I'm, services? Yeah, I've got, I've got, there's, I've there's got the double staining plan as well. <laughs> you get, he, can, he can eat a wimpy for as many times as he likes. Other hotel chains and fast food restaurants are available. Um, although, although saying that, wimpy's apparently on the on the comeback trail. Yeah, this time next year we'll all be in wimpy, according to the press release. So, according <laughs> to wimpy's press release, that's right. Yeah. As I said before, we've still got one. I've got one as well. Walking, like literally walking distance. But I have a Taco Bell, you have a Hooters, so... Yeah. yeah. We've got one in our town as well. Wimpy. I mean, it's never gone away, it's always been there. Yeah. It's just it like... seems to do quite well. Wimpy, the cockroach of fast food. <laughs> Disclaimer, they don't serve cockroach. Um, Amanda. Yes. Was there anything... Well, actually, no, there was. I know there was, because you mentioned it before. before we did. So it's it's effectively news. It's news to us anyway. Um, but I think you were going to tell us about some of the experience you had on your recent trip. Yes. So I did a couple of new things this year at Disney. I've already talked about my universal bits for the most part, but um, I just wanted to talk about the new stuff that I did at Disney. So... The thing that I was the most excited about and I tried to stay really positive about it on the podcast like throughout the year was Pandora. However not the Adrian Mole character, by the way. No. 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 Um I didn't really get to spend as much time there as I would have liked to because our day at Animal Kingdom was pretty pretty rainy. And we had planned to go back for a second day, but for those that don't know, because I don't know whether I've actually said it on the podcast or not, but Ash is pregnant. So this is a very, very different trip for us. And oh, we know what the sex is now as well. We do. We, yeah. She's having a boy. Congratulations. So we know that now. We found that out this weekend. And so, yeah, this, this trip was a really, really different kind of trip for us. And the second day, which was our main Animal Kingdom day... Ash was really, really ill, so we didn't get to make it back. So I didn't get to ride Fire Passage. Oh. And I'm really, really sad about it. But I was not about to wait for four hours for anything. Yeah. 
So even a massage from Chris Pratt. Even a massage from Chris Pratt. I'm not waiting four hours. Oh, I would. What is By the wrong time I get you? there, I'll be over it. Like um, I don't want you to massage me anymore, Chris Pratt. I just want a nap. Too long. But we got there um, on the first Animal Kingdom day at like. Well, pretty late, really. We got there about 10 o'clock, and by that time, it was already a three-hour wait. Jesus. And the line just kept going and going and going, and they had to have cast members, like, breaking the line up and then starting the line again, like, five feet away just so people could get through, and it just seemed to go on forever, and I was like, no, not doing it. Ooh. I'm not doing it. But I did get a fast pass for Navi River, and that was beautiful. Oh, okay. It was such a lovely ride. But at the time, at the time that I rode that, the queue was about seventy minutes. Wow. And I'll be honest, if I would have waited for seventy minutes, I don't think I would have been happy about it. Mm. No. But, but to, we walked on with our fast pass, so I thought mm-hmm. it was it was nice. Nice ride, pretty short, but it was beautifully done. That's, and the animatronic is gorgeous. That was almost until you said about the animatronic. That's almost that would almost describe my sex life. But <laughs> um, yeah, so because I mean the thing is, like when I saw the advert for the animatronic, um, you know, before Pandora opened, I thought it looked a bit creepy. But when I've seen video of people on the attraction, mm-hmm. it looks pretty damn good. Yeah, honestly, it's stunning, and it's so big. Like, I actually couldn't believe believe how big it was in person, but... (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't do the same joke again, so you're... Keep going, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Craig will be able to tell you. Exactly. (laughs) I'm glad that Craig's not on this episode. Craig's just laughing. This is making it blue. Hashtag Smurftail. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the whole entire ride was was really, really stunning. I loved the way that it was. I loved all the bioluminescent plants and Mm. I loved how you could see little animals everywhere. I just thought it was beautiful. So, what did you actually make? Obviously, didn't go on on the main. And I will say it's the main attraction because Uh I think that's universally kind of yeah. like known now that there's two attractions and one of them's better than the other um but what were your thoughts on the whole pandora experience i thought that it was stunning i would have liked to have seen it in the night time because i know that's when it gets really special yeah but from what i saw it was it was really well done i mean i i wouldn't been running there at seven o'clock in the morning, but I did enjoy it. Mm. I thought the mountains looked really cool close up. All the water features were really nice. It was just really, it was just a nice to look at area of the park, and I feel like it it gives Animal Kingdom a bit more to it. So now you could spend the entire day there. We spent the entire day at Animal Kingdom and I didn't actually get to ride everything, so it, it made us want to go back for that second day. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, Did you see the Rivers of Lakeshore then? No. I don't know. 
No. Okay. No, we we left at about half past four or five o'clock. Right. Whereas usually we'd be in Animal Kingdom from like maybe ten until twelve. Yeah. So we did stay for the majority of the day. I did go to Pongo Pongo Party Party hmm. and try um, the green beer. Well, oh yeah, I remember seeing a picture of that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't wasn't my kind of thing. People were raving about it in line, so that's why, that's why I tried it. But it was like um, a fruity beer, and I just I wasn't really into it. Right, yeah, because I, I it looked work, cool though. Yeah, I was trying to work out what it was you didn't like about it, but so just just the, the general taste of it then. Yeah, it was it was like really fruity and like really like hoppy. Hopsy. Just just biting um, my tongue again. <laughs> but yeah, I just I wasn't really into it. It did look cool though and it was cool to take pictures of it like in front of the floating mountains. Will... And there's a cool drum show there too. Okay. And apparently, um, one of the guys that does something with Blue Man Group does something with them now. Oh. I think it's like a similar kind of show. Obviously, you're not getting like splashed with paint. Tall Blue Man Group would make sense for their new show, new concept. Mm-hmm. Do they mm-hmm. eat marshmallows and spit them out onto a a board? Yeah, that's exactly what they do. That's what the Blue Man Group do, just you know. Exactly what they do. Messenger. But yeah, I feel like if I would have spent a little bit more time in Pandora, I think I would have enjoyed it even more. Mm-hmm. I was going to adopt a banshee, but the line was just very, very long, so I didn't. <laughs> but I think honestly like it was just a really really rainy day that day and I think it only stopped raining for about 30 minutes Mm. and so everybody was waiting for the rides everybody was underneath the shelters and obviously all the kids were in line to adopt a banshee what a shame about it you're not going back to Orlando anytime soon I suppose what a shame Something to look forward to for your next trip. Yeah, exactly. And I, well, I was talking to an Uber driver about it, and I was like, I'm actually really disappointed that I didn't get to ride it. And he was like, honestly, you'll probably have a much better experience if you just do it on your next trip. Mm. Because you won't have to wait for such a long time. You'll you'll maybe wait for an hour. Yeah. Or fast pass it, if you can get a fast pass. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I saw people getting, like, random fast passes on the days, yeah. but I I just never seemed to be able to get one, and I thought maybe on the second day I might get lucky, and yeah. Ash was just so, so ill, and I was going to go by myself, and I fully planned on doing it, and mm-hmm. then I was like, actually, if I do have to wait in line for, like, three hours, I'm going to be really lonely in this line. Yeah. So I wonder if you can get them 30 days out. Because the, the on-site guests will get them 60 days, won't they? 60 mm-hmm. days to 30 days. Mm. Well, on on my 30 days, I couldn't get one. No? Okay. No, and I tried... Apparently like, there's, there's some trick. Yeah, is it like 1037 or something? 
Yeah, some random time in the morning what? that you're there. If you try at 10.30, it's 10.30 something. Yeah. Look, look it up, you'll find it. There's apparently this trick that they've released some more yeah. at 10.30 something in the morning. That's think, so weird. It must be, I mean, that it's 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 that the 10.37 is like UK time. So it must be yeah. something to do with it being, you know, because that would be about five in, half five in the morning, wouldn't it? So it yeah. must be it must be something to do with that, but I don't know what it is. But yeah, there is apparently a trick, certain time of the day that gets you know you got a, a much better chance of getting a fast pass. But the thing is, like I remember going to uh, Hog, uh, I keep calling it Hogwarts. What's it called? Harry Potter and Food and Journey, and you know that's got you know similar to what they've done with uh, Flight of the Navi. Uh, what's it called? Flight of the Banshee. Was it, is it Flight, that? Yeah, Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage. That's the one. <laughs> Just saying loads of <laughs> random Avatar stuff. Um, I've only had one beer. But, um, you know, with with that, they've designed a queue for... Is it a four-hour queue or is it a six-hour queue? Um, I don't know. It's massive. It's a, it's a long old queue. Yeah. And, you know, when I did uh, the same with um, Harry Potter's Forbidden Journey, you know, that walk through Hogwarts Castle, that was designed to, you know, f- for queues of hours. Now... I know it's you know time time frame it's it's different, but um, you know going on it this time with Craig, it was a walk on, mm. effectively a walk on. Um, I know it's been open a long time now, but that was you know the, the ride to go on that had the queue that you could stay in for hours because you was going to stay in it for hours because it was so popular. Now it's not, and it's going to be the same with this. You know, give it well, a year or you two. Know- you saying that that queue was made for like four or six hours the queue literally came out and went across the bridge that comes into pandora wow and that's, that's where the customers had to keep breaking it up and they they had like signs mm-hmm. separating the queue and i was like i'm like i'm not even gonna attempt it's it's gonna be it's gonna be busy forever really i mean you think about like even years later, Test Track, Soarin', you know, Toy Story. I know they they put extra capacity into Toy Story and Soarin', and it's it's reduced the queue, but it's still never a walk-on. Thirty minutes, forty minutes is is good. So, do you think, just, think just because Disney is generally more popular than Universal? I think so. Yeah, yeah, and they, you know they they have all these other things going on to bring in the crowds and. You know, Flight of Passage is, is probably the best attraction in, in any of the parks right now. I, I think it is. Yeah, wait so till I'm salt in the wound. Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> just trying to give you something to look forward to. Um, but, I was going to say, Amanda, like, no disrespect, my, my next time I'm going to Orlando is undecided. Your next time is already decided. <laughs> so you're not going to get any sympathy from this corner of the room. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> My next trip is decided, but it's not for another four years. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you get a little bit of sympathy from that side of the room. None from this side. Can and... everyone just give me sympathy? <laughs> <laughs> we all like you. How about that? I'm <laughs> not good enough. <laughs> um, Mr. D, um, was there anything else that you wanted to add? Uh... Three new, three new Italian restaurants have been announced for Disney Springs, which kind of surprised me because there's quite a lot of Italian restaurants in Disney Springs. But quite an interesting concept because there's like a 
Mari, Maria's and Enzo's Restaurante. But then also you've got Enzo's Hideaway, which is like a speakeasy bar. Okay. And then there's a fast food pizza one, although they've already got um, Artisan Pizza. this speakeasy one, is this the one that Chris Ripley was talking about a few months ago? Yes, Um, the one that's underneath the Edison. Yeah, yeah, so it's quite an interesting theme, though, because they've they've changed it, haven't they? Because originally it was going to be it was going to be um, sort of the Neverland tunnels, and then it was going to be was it Walt's Lounge? And now yeah. they've changed it now. So Maria and Enzo's the Trattoria is going to be um, like a, an abandoned 1930s airline terminal oh. that's been transformed into a restaurant. So there's going to be it's going to be like a hangar, and there's going to be lots of artifacts and things like that. You mean like then, Lindsay's? Yeah, I was going to say, isn't well, that, haven't they already done that? A l- little bit, but um, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Same, but different, so, Disney. Different theme, but um, and then you've got Enzo's Hideaway, which is a speakeasy, and it's um, it's like Prohibition style, and there's a, there's a tunnel bar, so oh. um, basically it's Enzo's Tunnel, which is a bit like Barney's Backyard, but if you uh, ever listen to Universal I unofficial but you know so if anybody fancies going up Enzo's tunnel you know <laughs> sounds like it could be an interesting it. experience Kevin Spacey I'm sure will be right in there uh, 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 allegedly we're just, topical we're just yeah, too soon uh, not too soon but we just, just no. have to say allegedly just in case <laughs> allegedly, he listens yeah. to this podcast and tries to sue us um, hey Disney I've and got just a great in case idea. he did he's yeah. Sorry. No, go on. I was just going to say, just you know, just in case Kevy Kevin Spacey does. Kevy, I mean, that's our close one yeah. to him. That's, that's what, yeah. Well, no, no, no. But that's <laughs> not, not that close, that allegation. So <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that fourteen-year-old, but uh, allegedly. <laughs> but uh, even if he did go up Enzo's tunnel, he would apologise, and and just in case he ever did, but he <laughs> might not have. Yeah. But if he did, he's sorry for it. And he'd come out as gay at the same time because that's when it's always appropriate to out yourself as being, you know, gay. Rather than be proud of the facts and just say, actually, you know, I'm announced to the world I'm gay and there's nothing wrong with that. I'll do it at the same time, admitting that I might have done something a bit naughty with a 14 year old. Um, I have no idea what you guys are even talking about. Amanda is completely switched off and it's not been on e news yet, yeah. so it's probably why Amanda doesn't know. Um, yeah. it's only, I, I only said it for anything like my wife. Uh, you know, I don't. I that's only where watch she gets, celebrity news on E. That's exactly that is how she gets her news. E news. Yeah. It's it's a tragedy. And TMZ, but I haven't read TMZ today. Oh my god! Well, yeah, you, I'll be you, on one, but yeah, you you you'll get that on TMZ. That's for sure. Um, no, I was going to say because obviously it does sound like Disney are running out of ideas. So if they want, they could have. Um, you know this one for free, Disney. Um, you could have somewhere that does field roles. Um, of a of a role. Uh, I was literally like, "What is a field role?" <laughs> field, not <laughs> not as a not as a, a garden, uh, piece of countryside field, as in uh, just putting something into a role. Um, but you'd want to have a kind of role connection, so um, you could open like the Duke of Roles, just as a concept. <laughs> Disney, if you want that, you can have that for free. Um, I don't know if you've got anything like that already uh, at Disney Springs, but if not. 
Duke of no. Wales. That's that's yours. Um, I've never found Blaze Pizzeria. Oh, Didn't you? it's yeah, excellent. I tried Blaze and it's beautiful. Where was it? Tops and it? um, it's... it's like where the nice, the nice springy bit is, where the water's all blue. Yeah, yeah. Go a little to bit the, further to the left. Mm-hmm. As you go across the bridge, it's to the left. You so got Blaze, you got Deluxe Burger, and uh, Chef Art Smiths are all to get, all kind of together. I must have missed that completely because I, ca- I came over the bridge where Jot Lindsay's was, walked down there, yeah, and then went right to like where the hat shop was and stuff like that towards the main Disney Springs. No, villain mm. bitty. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Well, that's something. That's another. That's a reason for me to go back. That's how I see it. Yes. Because I really wanted to go to Blaze. Um, Honestly, yep. it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ash hated it though. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty. Yeah, she didn't like it. She was like, well, I think she was annoyed because she was really hungry and we had to wait for a while. And I was like, I don't understand how we're ordering this here because you can, when you get in there, it's kind of like Subway. Yes. Yeah. So you can either just pick a pre a pre done pizza, mm-hmm. or you can pick all different things like Subway and make your own. And yeah. she is just like, I just want a friggin' pizza. Like that's I just want a friggin' pizza. <laughs> well, she just pick just pick a pre. Yeah, so I'm like, I picked her a pizza, and then the lady's like, "Do you want this? Do you want that?" And I'm like, I literally don't know because <laughs> she sat down now. I just want I just want what's on the board. I don't get it. <laughs> so so yeah. then they gave me a beeper. And yep. I had to wait for it to be cooked, but then I couldn't find where I should sat. <laughs> and I didn't really want to find her, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and so then she passed me these pizzas on metal plates mm-hmm. that had just come out of the oven and I hadn't realised they so burned my hands. But I couldn't put them down anywhere because the whole entire place is full. So I'm running outside to try to put these pizzas down. And Ash's like, yeah, I hate it anyway. I'm like, ah, oh, thanks. I don't have fingerprints now. Well, that's great because you, you can think it. of the crimes that you can commit. And now I'm going to commit all the crimes now. Every could, kind of crime. you could literally kill your sister. No fingerprints. <laughs> not not. Now's I mean, wait, wait for ne- wait, wait in a moment. Now's not a good time. You know, Mm-mm. wait a few more months. Yeah. Yeah. But no, don't set fingerprint bad. recognition on your iPhone. <laughs> yeah, because then I'll be stuck. The man's going to get an iPhone, uh, an iPhone X. Yeah, mm-hmm. just look at it. Because you can just look at it rather than use a fingerprint. Um, right, we as uh, as P-Dubs alluded to, we have got a new segment, which we will go to in just a minute. Um, so to build up the anticipation a bit more, um, yesterday was the third birthday of my son, and we uh-huh. decided to um, take him to Legoland. I'm not sure why we decided to take him to Legoland, but that was the decision that had been made. So we went to Legoland. Um, it didn't start off great because um, we had my, my my wife thought she had a voucher um, for two for one entry. She hadn't read it properly. It was for Lego Discovery in Manchester, Aww. not Disney, uh, not Disney, not uh, Legoland itself. So it meant that, right, get this, it cost, uh, for me and my daughter, £120. 
to go in. Oh. Wow. Because right? there is no breakage in price. It is £60, that's it. Wow. My son got in for free cause, um, because it was his, his third birthday, so he still got in. Uh, it, it's like under under three is free, so he still managed to get in some. I don't know. Uh, and my, uh, because of um, his disability, uh, my wife went in for free with him, so we only had to pay for the two of us to go in. But if you buy your tickets in advance, I think it brings it down to £45. But for the four of us to go in, if we'd all have had to have paid, um, and we decided to go on the day to go, that's 240 nicker just to get into Legoland. So yeah, I thought, a it's, a, it's a lot of money. Like, people complain about Disneyland. And I, the thing is, what I'm going to have to compare this, this day to is Disneyland Paris. Because for most people, it could take about the same amount of time to get to Legoland as it would do to get to Disneyland Paris. Um... Or, or, or it's nearish, so that's what I've got to compare it to. Um, and people say it's expensive, but I think for a day ticket to Disneyland Paris on the on the gates, it's about seventy or eighty euros, and that's for the two park ticket. Legoland is one park, um, so we didn't. We, you know, we we had a a fairly uh, busy day. The park closed at six. We didn't get there till we didn't get in till about ten o'clock. So we didn't have long. A lot of the rides closed before the park closed as well. So we tried to get as much done as possible. Um, we had another child with us who was uh, one and a half, so we tried to go on things that the kids could go on rather than things that we might have wanted to go on ourselves so much. So um, our experience wasn't great in that regard because we probably focused more on the kiddie rides than the rides that we would have liked to have gone on. Um, there's a really cool submarine ride there, which I do recommend people go on. And I think that was the longest queue we had. I think that was about 45 minutes we queued up for. Um, I think the longest queue I saw yesterday was about 60 minutes. So I didn't get too, too bad. And, and that was a Sunday as well, which will be like a fairly busy day. Um, but the one thing I noticed was really needed a lot of work doing to it like a lot of people moan about disney and how compared to disney world or disneyland in california that disneyland paris needs a lot of attention to detail like a lot of uh, touching up of things and uh, repair work but you should see legoland touching up of the attractions not anything else yeah it, it's just a hot mess the whole park is a hot mess and the other thing as well um and this was the thing that was most glaring to me, and anyone that's been to Disney would, would probably see the same, is that you had themed lands. So there was like uh, a more girly one, uh, which was kind of... Um, that Lego girly... I don't know, I think it's called like Lego Friends or something. It was that. Then there was a Ninjago bit, and then there was a bit to... Um, I think it's called like Nexo Knights or something it's one of their brands that they have um, but you have these lands but all of them have just, just got stuff plonked in them like you could walk into a land and not know you're in a new land oh really? yeah, yeah. Like, you know when you walk into Fantasyland you see the, the facades and the style of buildings and everything like that there's, there's barely any of that the actual rise themselves um, you know they're, they're you know, fairly well presented or whatever, and you know, they'll 
make the buildings look a bit nice, but the actual theme of the area is non-existent. Every bit of the park looks exactly the same. Concrete floors, trees. That's it. It's it's all odd. There's no effort to actually make the lands look like lands. The only way you know you know you're in a bit of a different land is because of the ride that's in there. That's it. It just seemed really really poor. And probably the most impressive thing that we saw was the model village, which always reminds me of Hot Fuzz. Anyway, <laughs> uh, one of my Timothy, Timothy Dolan in the middle of it with a spike <laughs> through his head. That's it. Uh, one of my favourite lines in a film. Uh, for those who haven't seen Hot Fuzz, it's obviously it's uh, it's about policemen. Um, and my favourite line in the film is, "If you want to be a big cop in a small town, fuck off down the model village." Um, and that's exactly what we did. We did go to the model village, and it was really good. And it's you know obviously it's 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 made of Lego. It's very impressive, but it's also very weathered. Now I I appreciate that. You know, unlike, and I've not been to the Disneyland in Orlando, so I don't know how it compares. But obviously, the climate in England is not as good as it is in some other locations. But that's probably not been touched in years in terms of trying to jazz it up. And it really, really showed. And when you're charging premium prices to get into a theme park, you do expect things to kind of, you know, look good. And it really, really looked tired. Quite a few attractions were down as well. Again, I know it's you know coming towards the end of their season. They're open like a few random days between now and Christmas, um, and I think they open again in springtime. Um, but I, it, again, I think that's quite poor. Um, and the last thing that we went, the last two things we went to see, I saw Lego Movie 4D, which was a ten-minute. 4D film that they did uh, based on the Lego movie it was in one of the smallest it had one of the smallest screens I've ever seen for a theatre it must have been about 15 feet by 20 feet I I mean it's smaller than most cinema screens I've been to recently as well it was tiny it was a, a fairly decent sized theatre as well that it was in but the screen size was shocking and on top of that really really knackered so although the film itself is only about a year old the screen is is really bad so yeah it it didn't it didn't work very well at all um and the last we saw was the star wars model village which is all indoors now i wanted to go and see it but i was like man it's model village like how good is it gonna be the Star Wars bit is probably the best bit of the entire park. It is immense in there. It's so, so well done. I took a load of photos and videos, which I'll stick some of those up on the Facebook group. Um, it was a clear highlight. But, um, yeah, my my opinion of Legoland is it's very expensive for what it is. Um, I think they play on the fact that they try and encourage people to buy annual passes. I think an annual pass is like £100. Oh, really? Now, when you consider yeah. it costs £60 to go in, that's yeah. less than two trips. So, yeah. I think that's what they're, they're kind of playing on, is that people will buy annual passes or Merlin passes. So, maybe that's why I found it so expensive for what it was. Um, on top of that, we'd actually bought some lunch with us 
but we walked past uh, in the Duplo area. There was, a, there was like a chicken KFC ripoff, and it smelled really good. So my mother-in-law said, oh, "Look, I'll, I'll tr- you know rather than you know have our packed lunches, like I'll treat us all to lunch. You know, it'd be, it'd be nice." I went in there to have a look. It was uh, a bucket of six bits of chicken it was twenty-five quid. No. Yeah. Now, man, I know you probably don't know how much chicken costs being a vegetarian, but that's excessive. Yeah, that seems extortionate. Yeah, I, I mean, I think if you bought the meal separately, I think two bits of chicken was about eight pounds. Uh, chicken and chips. Now, I mean, I know it's a theme park and it's going to be more expensive, but that just seemed a complete rip-off to me. So I would say bring it back lunch as well. Um, my coffee with an extra shot of espresso cost me four fifty for a Costa coffee, which came out of a machine, not even like not a proper coffee machine, just out of like a vending machine thing. Ah, what? Yeah. So uh, wasn't impressed. So uh, I, I can't really recommend Legoland if I'm completely honest. We didn't get to see some of the newer attractions, and I've heard some like reasonable things about those. There was a 4D Ninjago ride, which I think is a bit like Spider-Man or Ratatouille. Um, supposed to be quite good, but we didn't get a chance to go on that. So, I, admittedly, I didn't go on all of the attractions that I would like to have seen, but of what I did get to see and, and walking around the park, I don't think it's worth the full price admission. So I think if, you're, if you've got a deal, if you've got a voucher, you know, it might be worth a go. Um, if you're over about 12 you're probably not going to enjoy it that much and I think if you're under about 5 you're not so I think it's quite a small window really 5 to to 12 year olds will probably love it anyone older is Legoland in Florida like that too? has anyone been? no no but I've seen Tim Track has been there a few times now and it's very similar oh really? Because it was Cypress Gardens, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know what it's like in terms of size, but yeah, I was, I was just, I was just underwhelmed. And I, I think the thing is, like, when people say about how expensive Disneyland Paris is, when I'm paying almost the same price or something, I'm thinking, well, if they th- say that's expensive, then for sixty quid to get in, this must be say pretty decent. Um, and it's called Legoland, concrete everywhere. <laughs> I could have had a number twenty. Like That's what I mean. Ridiculous. Um, there was also some really good fouls on the ride, including my favourite, which I nicknamed uh, Exorcist Hansel and Gretel, <laughs> because uh, Gretel, um, her head was turned completely the wrong way. What? So it was really creepy looking on this very innocent kids boat ride. Um, so yeah, a lot of you know, even with the rhymes, a lot of the effects and stuff weren't working properly. It just seemed very amateur. Oh, I, actually, I forgot the best bit. So you have to pay for your parking in advance. So you buy a parking pass for like six pounds or something. When you get there, nobody knows what you have to do with this voucher. So you just put into a car park. When you get there, nobody tells you what to do with it. When you leave, you need to show them it. They don't even scan it. What? No. They don't even scan it. You just drive up, wave a bit of paper, and they go, "Yep, cheers," and let you go through. And on top of that, same Alton Towers. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say Alton Towers is like that because there, when you when you go into the window to buy your tickets, they're like, "Did you park today?" Right. And you're like, "Yeah," but then when you leave, like, you don't ever show anybody the ticket. So I'm like, "No." 
it's crazy. I don't get it. Like, there's not even any barriers. So as we kind of, like, queued up and showed a bit of paper, um, we, we know, they said, like, you can go through. And then he turned around to me and said, what would, what would have happened if we didn't pay for parking? How would they have stopped us? Mm. Because it's, that's it. You just queue up, show a bit of paper, and they say, okay, you can go on. They can't stop you doing anything. It's it's ridiculous. Like everything, like in that regard, like the organisation seems to be amateur. And it, this is the twenty first year it's been open. Oh really? Yeah, it opened in nineteen ninety six. So you'd have thought by now they'd have had like all that stuff sorted out. But it just seemed a bit of a joke. It was just 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 very bizarre. So I'm not saying don't go, but if you're gonna go, just just lower those expectations a little bit. That's that's uh, that's all I'm going to say. I, I will I will go back when my daughter's a bit older because she couldn't go on a lot of the things that she wanted to, see. Um, and the stuff that she could go on was probably a little bit too small for her really to really enjoy. So she kind of had a good time, but I could see that she didn't enjoy it as much as she wanted to. So yeah, I'd say five or upwards is probably the best bet. Um, Anyway, that's enough about that park. We do have a new segment. And this is going to be a, a reoccurring segment, right? This isn't a one-off. Yeah. It's not a one-off, hopefully, as long as people like it. Oh, who cares? We... No one gives well, us feedback yeah. anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so we just thought with the, the kind of retooling, rebooting of the show that we, we talked about a few weeks ago that we'd inject some, some of our Disney knowledge into the show. Or some um, of your Disney knowledge. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even call it that. But we just thought we'd do like a segment um, this week in Disney history. I know it's an, an old trope for people, but I think it, it sparks some interest in conversation. So there was actually a fair few good ones for for this week. But the one I've picked is it was actually the the closing of River Country um, in yes. two thousand and one wow. um, on the second of November this week. So. I thought I'd look at that. So I was looking at some of the, the facts of when it opened. So it opened in 1977 um, off the the shore of Fort Wilderness in Bay Lake. Um, it was Disney's first water park. Obviously, they'd, they'd never had one in California because they didn't have the space. Um, and it, it was run off the water in, in Bay Lake. Um, so very different to what you see these days with clean, very clean water. Obviously, it was filtered and everything. But I, fa- I found a, an advert for for it about a year after it opened. They, uh, the entry was four dollars seventy five in nineteen seventy eight uh, for an adult. For a child, it was three seventy five. Unless you were a member of the Magic Kingdom Club, which gave you a discount of seventy five cents off each ticket. Oh. So it was $4 for an adult and $3 for a child. But the, the best thing that I found, and this was the description Disney sent out to to uh, travel agents and the like. So, an exciting new country now awaits you inside Walt Disney World's Fort Wilderness. River Country is the cursplashingest, kid-laughing-est, slippery-sidingest, raft-ridingest, rope-swingingest, swan-divingest, summer-swimmingest, sun-snoozingest, Picnicking-ist, old-fashioned, good, clean, wet American fun you've ever had. Bring a swimsuit and a smile. You're likely to wear both out at River Country. What? <laughs> when I read that, I was just like, 
Surely that's not Disney's copyright is writing that. It's the um, long windiest this this Yes and why would you wear your swimsuit out? God no. Unless it's gonna get eaten by fleshy in amoebas from Bay Lake. But yeah, I do, I read that and I thought as soon as I read that bit I was like, that's the one I'm picking this week. Wow. Um, obviously it's it's still there. Um Sitting in the middle yeah. of Bay Lake, being overgrown, it's obviously people have got into trouble for swimming out there, taking a boat out there. Have they? <laughs> have they really? <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, it, obviously it was a big thing. It, as I said, it closed in two thousand and one. Um, originally, it wasn't actually announced that it was closing for good. It was closing for its winter season. Um, and oh, then wow. it never reopened. <laughs> they obviously mm. at that point already got two other water parks, Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, had already opened by that point. Um, and it was just seen as not causing enough population to the to the parks anymore. Um, so it was closed for good. Oh, I'm really yeah. Hungry. We hardly. Yeah, I never got to go there. Yeah. Oh, I thought you, I thought you might have done actually. So you, you... well, no, I, I mean in theory it was still open, but I think when we first went, so we went ninety eight was the first time, and then we went again in two thousand. But those first two times we went in October, and I don't think it was open in October. Right. Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon were both of them, but uh, I'm pretty sure River Country was, you know, it closed after the summer. For the for the winter. Well, you heard about the flesh-eating amoebas. Amoebas, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we uh, decided we would uh, stay away from the amoeba-est, water-est, park-est. <laughs> wet, wet fun up. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wet so, American fun time. Sorry, you're quite correct. Of course, mm-hmm. how, how can I be so uh, so stupid? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean they've done nothing with it have they um and and there's no there seems to be no plans to do anything with it either no they they've actually filled in the main pool the main pool has been concreted over right and was but that was only done last year yeah so it had been sat there for for 15 years and nothing done with it at all it just it looks really creepy though, doesn't it? Yeah, there's there's um I mean I've seen videos of like uh derelict theme parks before. Uh I saw some footage of, of this one. But um there was one I saw recently of uh it was a Disney knockoff in Japan that had just kind of been abandoned. And oh and also if Kevin Curtis Allen's listening, there's there's some video knocking about of um Crinkly Bottom theme park <laughs> as well. Uh, when that was closed down, that someone went to. Blobby, recently. blobby, blobby. <laughs> bloody, bloody, bloody crap it was. Um, <laughs> I should know how I was there. Um, but there's something almost beautiful in seeing a derelict park. It's really odd because, it, you know, there is that, that kind of creepiness as well, but there's it's mixed mm. that kind of tranquility and that kind of frozen in time. Yeah. I remember uh, when we stayed, we stayed at Pop Century 
This would have been about 2009, maybe, 2007. Hmm. And you would walk across the bridge and you'd get to the end of the bridge and there was just a fence. So the bridge went nowhere. It was called, was it the Generation Gap, the bridge was called? And it was supposed to link to the other part of Pop Century. And if you look through the chain link fence, you could see these these buildings, which which is no art of animation. Right. But of course, they after nine eleven, they just stopped building it. It was, but the buildings were there. Everything was in place. They were just never fitted out. Mm. And that was really creepy. That was really weird looking. And then, of course, eventually they did they did finish it and turn it into art of animation. Wow. Yeah. So do we think they're ever going to do anything with it or it's just nah. going to be... It just, seems, it just seems odd. I'd like to think that they would do something with it, but I feel like because it's been such a long time, they clearly don't have a plan for it. Nice. So there were rumours for a while that they might put some DVC on there. Mm-hmm. But... So they can't mm. just put a museum or something on there. Send it to like a little island or something. Just seems like an odd waste. Because it's not the only one. They've also got obviously Discovery Island. Discovery Island's there as well, with nothing on it other than some cages. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. When did that close? That was about. That must have been the early two thousands. Well, because that was open. We did go there. Um, that did overlap with Animal Kingdom for a couple of years, I think. Right. Because we went to we went to both of them. So yeah, I would I would guess it was maybe about two thousand and two. Nineteen ninety nine. Was it? Uh, okay. Yeah. We must have only gone there once. Huh? Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, P Dubs. Um, unless there was another one you wanted to. Was that what you wanted no. to do this week? Cool. That was that was it this time. Cool. Well, thank you very much for that, and I look forward to hearing uh, what we find the next time we record this week in Disney News. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that. Um, right, in that case, I think we'll wrap up. So, uh, thank you all for coming on. Thank you, dear listener, for downloading. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe to us. It's free. It does mean you get the newest episodes as soon as they're released as well. So you can always stay up to date. Um, and the more subscribers we have, the better we look in iTunes. So, um, you know, even if you just want to help brother out, that'll be that'll be sufficient. Um, we've got a Universal After Dark uh, coming out this time-ish next week. Um, whenever you listen to this. Um, although there might be a special episode coming your way before that. So... Again, mm. if you're subscribing, you'll get it. Don't subscribe, you might miss it. So uh, please subscribe to that as well. And um, yeah, we'll see you all uh, very soon. Oh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to... We had a couple of, of new Patreons, so thank you very much for um, for supporting us. And um, Yes, thank you, we appreciate you. Bonus content is on its way. Um, we're waiting for uh, Mr. Ripley to come back so we're all together because I don't want to do a half ass episode yes that will do a full ass episode exactly yeah <laughs> exactly because that's what could happen 
that's the way I look at it. So, uh, so no, thank you very much, guys, for that. Really appreciated. Um, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another Diz After Dark. Bye. Sayonara. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, I like Sayonara. Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page www.patreon.com forward slash disafterdark that's p-a-t-r-e-r-n dot com slash disafterdark as well as supporting the show there are other goodies available including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support Podcast.